is. This is okay. this is good. <laughs> so no 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 like so I'm sitting here and I'm I'm fiddling with mine and if, if you look at my machine so I have a machine that's plugged into a computer that has mm-hmm. my headphones coming out and it also has the microphone coming out. Yep. So there's there's four separate buttons that I need to control to be able to have you hear me and me hear you yeah exactly so mine so i have one that's that controls the microphone it's like strictly microphone all the way up all the way down whatever it is and then there's one that's the main volume so that like everything can be sound and like (laughs) in in the podcast so and then there's two other ones there's one that's strictly for my headphones and then there's one little knob thing it's for input and playback Mm -hmm. now so playback is is like i can only hear you Mm. so my dumbass had it on input so i could only hear myself oh my god (laughs) that's why i couldn't hear you (laughs) thanks gary for driving me crazy that's that's my that's my that's my job (laughs) Oh, oh fucking hell! All right, so I'm. Anyway, that's that, that's uh, that's kind of been how my week has been. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're gonna have a long night tonight, so get ready. Oh my gosh! This is gonna be a long pot because we're gonna do two. All right, so sorry. you get to. Uh... Not sorry. Huh? Say so sorry, not sorry. Right. You get to uh, start the podcast. I hate you so much. You get so much gratification out of this. I really do because I get to listen. I get to listen back to it first and like hear it all go down. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> what do you want? Five seconds or ten seconds? We can go five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can't say okay like during the five seconds. It is not my forte to do the intro. You don't suck at it. It's just something you're not comfortable with. I'm not, even though we have plenty of episodes. Right. Okay, five seconds. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Whiskey, Wine, and Nonsense. We're finally back. This is Ashley. And Gary. And Gary. Yeah. Finally, we are back. I am I so know. sorry to our audience for having a hiatus. It is not my fault. It's all Ashley's fault. It is not <laughs> listen, my fault. Listen, life gets in the way of things, okay? Excuses, like, excuses. May, May was like a clusterfuck of just everything that went on. Like, obviously, I had my one year anniversary, my wedding anniversary. I've, just there's a lot that went on (laughs) work was ridiculous so it's just i'm yeah i know i was getting to the point where i'm like i'm not even gonna ask gary if we should record because every time he has to stay late to work like eight nine o'clock at night and there's no way yeah so it is what it is it i mean we're we're here we're 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 doing we're doing what we need to do yep yep we are Ash, what are we what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, so 
Um, we're going to do a huge range of subjects today. Okay. Um, I did want to touch base. Um, we were supposed to record last month. It was Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. Um, so I know that, you know, people that are listening, um, they deal with mental health issues, um, anxiety. Um, it, I mean, there's all forms of mental health issues. And so I just wanted to touch base on that just for two minutes. Um, absolutely. About it to make it a little bit more personal. What did you say, Gary? No, I said absolutely. Like, we should absolutely do that. Yes. So that's first and foremost. Um, just dive deep into that. Um, we're going to talk about femininity and masculinity, and then we're going to get in a hot topic of what's going on in today's world. So yeah. I hope you enjoy this this episode that you're listening to. So let's just um, get right on it. So last month was um, Mental Health Awareness Month, and of course, it's all forms of you know mental health awareness and I just feel like the problem is, Gary, I feel like in this day and age is that you can't see it. You can't see someone having a mental health disorder. No. And, and you know, as much as I'd like to say that back in the day it was easier to say that, I, I don't think that's the case either. But I think it's a lot harder now because people have people are trying to put on this act and people are trying to put on this like, oh, I'm I'm so happy. I'm. I, you know, I'm married, I'm this, I'm that, like, and they're so worried about what everybody else is going to say on like social media mm-hmm, or the internet correct. or anything like that, that, yep. you know, they, they kind of shy away from actually getting to that clear and clarity in their head. Yeah, uh, ab- absolutely. Oh, I did want to say, cause this is whiskey wine nonsense. I am drinking dark horse. I've changed it up from menage a trois. Gary, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking Evan Walker. <laughs> Again? <laughs> it's like your go-to. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. But I mean, like, um, I mean, I personally suffer from anxiety. I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder when I was 20 years old um, from being in a relationship when I was 19. And then I just kind of like set the bar low um, mm-hmm. being in relationship after relationship and then having a friendship that, you know, I wouldn't say destroyed me in a sense, but it was like very eye opening of how evil people can be. So, of course, you know, I've it's hard to explain anxiety to people, especially if you don't understand it. So, you know, the symptoms can be. No, I'm not a doctor. Gary's not a doctor. We're not trying to diagnose I am you. Far from a doctor. Having <laughs> an overview about it, but I mean, you know, things I will say what. I do personally. So racing thoughts, overthinking, overanalyzing, my leg constantly shaking. Um, Mm -hmm. I will go on a downward spiral of, of everything. Like I like fast resolutions and I don't like conflict. And, um, so like, you know, when somebody says something, I don't get like, um, I don't read between the lines. I, unless someone says it bluntly to me, I'm never going to understand what you're saying at all. So when I, you know, when I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm always questioning, you know, what they're saying. And I don't mean to like be nosy, but I'm a very inquisitive person. So it's just to help my understanding to the point of like, when I take a trip, I'm mapping out where I'm going, you know? So I try to do the best I can to combat my anxiety, but there have been times, Gary, you've personally experienced it. A couple of my friends where I will be on a downward spiral and I, I literally can't stop my mind. Like 
I was talking to a girl that I work out with and I was telling her, like, I have 50, 60, 70 thoughts going on all at once. Yeah. All at once of different variations. Right. But if something's going on, like personally in my life, I am thinking about it and I'm just like, what can I do? What can I say? What's this scenario? Okay. What does this scenario look like? It is awful, 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 because it's just like, I can't do that to myself. It's not healthy. And then on top of all the shit that I've been through in my past, it plays a huge part on it as well. Like, oh, can I trust this person? Or do I, you know, can I really, um, you know, truly understand and trust what they're saying to me? Are they trying to out to get me? Or I am so good. And I will say this at pushing people away because to me, it's, it's kind of like combating my anxiety. Okay. Well, if I hide away, I won't, I won't push you away. I'm not there. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It is, it is hard and I suffer from it daily. It's a daily occurrence. You know, that's why I go to the gym. I do the best I can possibly at the gym. Um, every day, you know, there are days, Gary, I'm not going to lie to you. I've gone to the gym. I've worked out like for 30 minutes, went in the sauna and cried my eyes out because I was just so overwhelmed and I didn't have that motivation to, yeah. to do it, to work out. But at of least course. I went there. At least I tried. Yeah. I mean, you got to do what's, what's right for you as far as, you know, getting your mind clear, getting, mm-hmm. you know, you in the right headspace because there's so much like, there, there's so much negativity. There's so much evil things in the world, but there's so much good in it as well. It There is. And like my worst fear, Gary, is like, you know, you hear people that take their own lives and it's hard and they're like, oh, why did they, why did they do that? It's such a cowardly thing to do. Until you are in that headspace of yeah. seeing a tunnel and you can't see up from that tunnel and you feel like you're the, you know, you have no one in this world, even though people have reached out to you and said, you are not alone. You don't want to be a burden to them. Right. That is the biggest thing is that people think that they're going to be a burden by reaching out to somebody. I don't want to, you know, push my problems on this person. And that's huge. And it's like, we try to look out for, you know, people that are like that. And of course I will admit I've had thoughts like that. Of course. Like, Oh, you know what? It's just going to be easier to have people live without me. And Hey, Ashley, give me, give me one minute. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. You're fine. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, sorry guys, we were, (laughs) Gary had to do something. Um, (laughs) so as I was saying, you know, um, how we cope, uh, how I personally cope with anxiety is I'll talk to my friends, but sometimes I just, I shut down. Like I can just completely shut down from yeah. the world, um, which isn't good. I know. It's, it's no, it's no fault of your own though. I mean, that's just kind of the way you're designed. That's the way the human body's designed. And, I mean, it's the know. only way I can process things like, right. cause there's so many thoughts that are going through my head and like I know that I like I know that it's not happening like it's not real like I need to believe that like unless I'm told something different it's not happening and that's something that I have to keep telling myself and so it's just I I battle with it every day um I don't know you have anxiety right Gary oh of course I mean it's not just you know, just work and anxiety and things like that. Like my, my head goes to about 150 different things when it's, when it's stressed out and stress is anxiety. Anxiety is stress. And it's, it's all the same thing. It's just mass differently. 
Yeah. And um, with, with that being said, you know, there, uh, the one thing we were talking about beforehand, before I was rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> so we were, we were talking about suicide and, yes. you know, people don't understand that it's not, it's not a, I, I, I see both sides of the, the spectrum. Like I see how like people can be like, Oh, you know, it's, it's a cowardly thing. Like how would you leave, you know, your whole family like this and always wondering what happened or, you know, you just left a note. You didn't say yeah. like, and, and I understand that. Like if somebody in my family was, you know, had, had done that or whatever, I would feel that pain. I would feel that because of course. that's just normal human reaction. Of course. However, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where when you're in that spot, when you're in that light, it's, it's hard to see any good. Exactly. And you can be the happiest thing in the world. You can be, you know, everything, but when you're alone and you're just out of that space, there's something, there's something that clicks in your head where you're not good enough. You're not this, you're not Mm -hmm. that, you know, whatever it is. The voices are very good. Exactly. Exactly. Very, very good. And like, I mean, I've had, you know, my moments, like I, I suffer from insomnia you know, I don't sleep very well. That's why I'm always up so early. And, it, and I mean, it, it runs into my life, my personal life, um, my dating life. Like, it's very hard for me to go out and date because I feel like I have to, like, be on stage. And, you know, I can't, you know, I can't be myself. So it's just, it's really hard. So when I meet people that I'm very comfortable with, I, I tend to, like, cling on to them. And I don't mean to. You know, I, I truly don't. But it's just, like, the feeling, you know, or, you know, the feeling of being safe or, or what have you is, is means the most to me. And, um, I was going to say something, but now I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> it happens. It happens. The I'm best sorry, of us. I completely on a tangent. <laughs> no, it, it's okay. So uh, I'll, I'll think about it later. So obviously, you know, there, there's different ways of coping. There's, you know, there's therapy. There's, there is, you know, going from therapy all the way down to you know pills like there's antidepressants there's Mm -hmm. you know all those things which are clinically proven to help yeah i've i mean i've had you know my days with ssris and they just stop working um so i try to find healthy ways to cope which is like i'll take thc gummies yep um you know things things like that but i oh i did want to say so i did remember um so there's a couple of people in my life and um, that I have made up the open door policy. Yeah. Um, and my friends are very well aware of this policy. Of course. Um, and hopefully when our podcast gets a little bit bigger, it will spread spread this and hopefully maybe somebody will be comfortable in doing it. So there's, you know, a few people in my life. I'm not saying everybody, um, but there's a few people where I have said to them personally and they know that they have... <laughs> They know that they have open door policy <laughs> that you can call me, text me, show up at my house anytime because I never want someone to feel alone. I don't want someone going through something. Yeah. I don't care if, you know, if you're, you know, your ego gets in the way. I don't give a fuck about your fucking ego. Right. If, you know, you coming over to my house, I can, you know, I have a guest bedroom for a reason. I can put you in the guest bedroom. 
It yeah. just gives you time to breathe. Yeah. You know, coffee can always be put on. I make good meals. I do know that. <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> so I, I, I don't care how much sleep I lose. I don't care. Right. I no, want I like, that. I care so much about people. And that's like yeah. the empathetic side of me too. Of course. You know, but I just, I don't want someone to feel alone. I don't want someone to feel like they can't reach out to anybody. I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning. I mean, of course, yeah. if you if you hit a Bambi, then that's a different story. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, if you know, you don't have to give me notice to show up at my house. And and yeah. a few people have this open door policy. It's not spread out throughout the world, right? But it is there, right? And and you know, I think. Fuck. Hold on. Give me a second. I'll okay. I'm just. I have. Uh. So yeah, I I think you know, open door policy is. I've, I'm assuming I'm one of those, you know, select few. Oh, you're, but... you're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but in, in all seriousness, like, it's a good thing to have that, like, safe space. It's a good thing to have that, like, collective, like, just just safeness to yeah. have. Yeah. And what people I don't think understand is it's not, like, open-door policy where, oh, I'm going to leave the key unlocked. Like... I'm, it's just going to be open for everybody. Like that—that's no, not what it's it a is. Handful of people, right? And and it's it's not it's not anything you know malice. It's not anything no. like that. It's just if you need somewhere, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, like uh, you have your house. You know, you live alone. You mm-hmm. you know everything like that. So it's easier for you to have that open door. No need to contact me just come type deal whereas like i have you know my wife i have three kids like mm-hmm. i i have to at least let let them know like hey we're gonna have a strange not not a stranger but like there's gonna be somebody different in the house like yeah and well, it, i mean like that but that like brings like even if i was in a relationship and we right. shared living quarters <laughs> right you know like i i mean I just, I feel like if it's an emergency and, and something's going down, I feel like somebody I would be with be really understanding to that. You right. know, that's not like, oh, you know, let's, you know, let's party. Yeah. Like let's do a keg. Yeah, but no. it's like, you know, Hey, like, um, my, you know, for instance, my, um, you know, my, my buddy, uh, his girlfriend kicked him out of the house. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's have him come here because, you know, th- to me, like your friends are, are my friends and I care about them too. And I care about their well-being. So of course, you know, it's, it's your house too. And you make your own decisions, right? you know? So it's like, if we, you know, if I had a, a finished basement downstairs, what does it matter? Yeah, no, I, I, and I, I totally get that. I totally understand where you're coming from with it. Yeah. Um, it's just for me, I, it's one of those things where I need to be courteous to, of course. You know, you know my wife cuz it, it's it's her house too like and again it goes it goes back both ways like it's her yeah. house too like that is what it is. Yeah. I mean but, I I mean I I get it like I yeah. you know I'll, for instance, you know, my friend who lives close to me I have open door policy with her, she has open door policy with me. If I showed up at her house, that's it. Like we don't even though she is married. Yep. She does not need, you know, her husband's permission or any, and I, res- and I respect you and your wife, but 
it's just right. it's our it's our thing and it's and, my thing and however you want to if you even want to do something like that you yeah. make your own rules to it of absolutely course. and and i think so for all the listeners and everything like that ashley has yet to actually meet my wife in person so <laughs> no i have i think i think that's kind of another reason i'm like well like just let, let's get through that part first <laughs> before so, it's like, just like oh ashley's here <laughs> i like so like i i know my friend my friend dan was the same way like he's like you could just never come here and surprise me and i i totally get it yeah you know but i'm just i'm i'm a different person um yeah so i mean i no, i haven't met carrie so i don't i don't know but i only think of how i would do something <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and again it, it's it's nothing it's nothing against you it's nothing against you know anybody it's just one of those things like I, I want her to feel comfortable too yeah. and like I need her to be comfortable especially if the boys are there like I need I need all of them to feel comfortable too because I don't want it to be like super freaking awkward and like just kind of dim- diminish everything like it's just it's one of those things like I, I, I need I need that yeah. I mean the couple <laughs> you know I just recently went to Michigan um I needed to get out of here for a couple of days just to clear my head and you know have some fun, get out of the house, whatever. And so, um, she lives with her boyfriend and, you know, she was just like, Hey, my friend Ashley wants to come. He's like, you know, do you have any plans this weekend? No, cool. Okay. She's coming. That's literally how that conversation happened. Yeah. And like, they didn't get any like permission between each other. It was just like, Hey, guess what? This is what's going on. Every relationship is different. You know, I had, which we're going to get in a little bit of discussion about. I had a wonderful time in Detroit. I I really did. Um, I took some pictures. I sent them to you, Gary. Yep. You know, I was able to go to, I'm going to say it wrong, Kamika. (laughs) Kamerica. Kamerica Park. Uh, (laughs) I watched a non-baseball game. (laughs) Yeah, you you watched a baseball-less baseball game. Baseball-less baseball game that got scheduled because it got poured out. Um, But we went to... um, a bar in it's called tin roof so it was you know they had you know you're on roof and you're drinking and it it was just it was wonderful i haven't been there in two years the last time i was there i was a completely different woman i mean i was in a relationship i didn't live in you know connecticut i it was just different it was in january so everything was different so going back there was just like it was nice to get out of detroit and see something a little different they were wonderful one i mean i just had such a good time there i truly truly did truly did yeah you know and i'm on i'm on bumble so like i what i what i end up sending you gary (laughs) i swear to god like geography wise fuck what is it i think i I had what 900 plus oh yeah yeah i I was i didn't know where you were trying to go with that i was like yeah i was just like what is going on like i usually have like on average not to like give my numbers out whatever i don't really check bumble often anyways i was just like fuck it you know i'm just gonna check for fun and you know here is around like 300 plus average but there is 900 plus i'm like first of all that's ridiculous ridiculous yeah second of all like i'm never gonna talk to these people i've talked to one person one person and i don't even know if i'm gonna meet up with him because we live so far away from each other yeah you know it's just like hey like we're you know he's competing um 
in June. So I'm just like, oh, maybe, maybe we'll meet up. Maybe we won't. I have no clue. So I, I was just, yeah, anyways, I just completely went off on a tangent. But Detroit was <laughs> amazing. I had a great time. But I did want to discuss downtown Detroit. Oh, boy. So while I was there, you there's a lot of homeless population there. Um, to me, it's so it's sad to see because I'm I'm super empathetic. I literally I wish I could erase it from my genes, but I can't. Um, right. So it, you can see the struggle compared to like here where we're from. We're on the East Coast. Um, in in D- Gary's down in Virginia. I'm in Connecticut. So I live in a very small town. He lives in more you know city so I, city areas. So. I I live like. 10 minutes away from DC and there the homeless population there is ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's sad. And like, you know, I've, I've seen some, and I'm not making any judgments, so I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm about to say, but I see some women down there and you can just tell they hustle and they struggle. Like it is like no other that yeah, I've of ever seen. Like, it's just, I can't imagine, like, to, to in my head, you know, to be, I'm trying to say this very lightly so I don't, uh, prostitution. Um, ladies I don't know of how, the night. Yeah, la- ladies of the <laughs> night. I don't know how they do it because I, I saw it. I've seen it. And I was just like. What the fuck? Now, that's yeah. not me being blinded. I'm my yeah. eyes are very open to the world because some people think ignorance is bliss. I wish I could live in that fantasy world. I don't. No. Um, but <clears throat> you know, just being downtown and, and seeing the women pass by and just I can't understand the thought process of how you know women can just hook up men after men after men after men. And you yeah. know, granted, outside of prostitution. Good for you. I personally cannot. I, I can't do it. So it's it's too much. Let's let's put this into perspective real quick. So I yeah. just I just looked up some numbers. Sure. In twenty eighteen, which is the last kind of thing I can find, one thousand five hundred and eighty nine people were homeless in the Detroit area. Yep. Three hundred and fifty one of them were under the age of eighteen. Yep. And DC in two thousand and eighteen. Over eight thousand and three hundred oh people were homeless. Yeah, which it's, is it's, which is a fifty percent drop from the previous year. Yeah, wow. So that's so in two thousand seventeen. That means over sixteen thousand people were homeless. Wow, wow. It's it was just you know it was it was really sad to see, and it's just like you know i understand that people struggle and they have to hustle and you know i can only imagine what they have to consume oh um, yeah mentally physically emotionally um but like outside of that you know like the hookup culture for instance um i understand like you know you want to hop around person to person i get that but it is very hard for me too yep very hard for me too you know it's not it has nothing to do with emotional connection because they say that like there's a chemical that's released in a, a female's brain that makes her attached to a male. Okay. Yep. I can fuck like the rest of them. Jesus. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I just feel I, like I, I have a story a, about prostitution after this. Oh so. God. 
I feel like as I've just gotten older, I'm starting to realize that that to me is self-sabotaging. It's yeah. not, it's not healing me in the slightest. Now, you know, yes, I can, I can go out with a guy. I can fuck him and, you know, cause so on and so forth. But to me, if I need to heal from what I've been through in the past, that's not healing. No, me, no. You know, and I, there, you know, there's a couple people in my life and I'll, t- I'll keep them and I feel safe and so on and so forth, you know, and that's, and that's fine. You know, I, it's just, it's very hard to have the rotation, but what was your prostitution story? <laughs> prostitution so, <laughs> story. <laughs> it's, it's not me as a prostitute. Um, so there are two instances. Um, I was the first one I was in Baltimore. So I was in a moving company. We were moving somebody into an apartment in Baltimore. It was downtown Baltimore and Baltimore, I swear has the worst homelessness that I've seen in any other state. Oh, I can Um, only imagine. It's, it's crazy. So, and I could only imagine what it is in other places too, but Baltimore from my, my perspective was the worst that I've seen. Um, so this lady, <laughs> this lady came up to me and she was just like, oh, you know, uh, do you, do you want to, you know, get a B job? And and I'm like, no, nope, I think I'm good. She's like, no, no, you, you definitely do. And I'm like, no, like I definitely don't. <laughs> she was like, why? And I'm like, Be- one, I don't know you. And two, I think I'm good. Like I'm at work. Like, <laughs> and she's like, well, do you at least have crack? And I'm like, nope definitely don't have that that <laughs> like, happened to my friend and her boyfriend it's so in, weird it's, it's such crazy. a weird thing they were in downtown detroit and she was with her boyfriend and a female came up to him and was like hey baby like i want to suck your dick or whatever <laughs> yeah and you know he's like uh no and he's pointing at his girlfriend she's like she ain't shit <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> jesus Oh, but the, God. so the other one, I was in DC and, yeah. uh, we, I was, I was with a plumbing company at the time and, you know, sitting there waiting for the construction people to get ready for all the stuff that I had for them. And, uh, this girl just comes up and it's the quintessential, you know, uh, red light district, if you will. Oh my and um she just comes up and looks at all the construction workers looks at me and just like takes her top off and starts shaking her tits and <laughs> she, what? Like, she's like anybody want a good time like this is the middle of dc like seven o'clock in the morning and we're like what the? like <laughs> and obviously there's there's a couple of construction workers that will sit there and take pictures and do all that kind of shit but mm-hmm. it was just like i was more in shock than anything else because i think that was my like first like flashing that i've ever experienced oh my god <laughs> other than being at like the red sox celebration parade like after they won the world series like there was plenty of topless women there but it was just one of those things that i was like what like uh like uh, what's going on what, do, <laughs> what, what happens here <laughs> oh my god i mean we we deal with it uh, not prostitution wise but like we get catcalled and shit oh of course you know, people like that's why I had to leave one of my gyms because I just I was using them. You were cat calling too many guys. No, <laughs> no. I have RBF resting bitch face all the way at the gym. 
I've rarely talked to people there. I talk to people a little bit now, and yeah. I honestly talk to more of the females than I talk to the males. There's, well, you know, there's a couple males in the gym, and I'm just like, oh, like I cannot, like, yeah, energy is just like reeking disgustingness. Like I can't even be around you yeah. because you can just tell, like, their chest is pumped up, and they're like looking all fucking, yeah. they're, they're, you know, it's just you, you can just tell you're a fucking asshole. Right, like you can just literally tell if that's how you're walking. They're trying so, to. I, I mean, Huh? They're 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 trying to make themselves known. Yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah. But like I've you know I've dealt with it. A couple of females that I work out with have dealt with it, where males will you know approach them and and so on and so forth, and it's just like leave us alone. Like yep. don't, don't really want to talk to you, you know. And I've and I've caught people like I told my friend this like you know if I had a guy staring at me in the gym, I'm gonna stare right at you back. Because you're not going to make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, right. You're not. And I will go up to you and say something. Like, can I help you? Do you have, do you have an issue? <laughs> Is like, there something I don't care. in my teeth? Like, I'm not going to leave my safe place for you just to feel like a fucking creeper. Yeah, no, absolutely. No way. Absolutely and, not. And that goes back to the mental health thing. Like, that that gets you self-conscious. That gets you, you know. Exactly. Crazy, crazily, like, in your head. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't want to see that either. It, exactly. And to the point, Gary, that... I will never date anybody from my gym. Right. I will never date somebody from work. I'll never date anybody from my gym because my gym is my my safe place, my safe spot. Like, yep. uh, no, I'll take you to work out with me, but you have your own gym. I have my own gym and I am happy, very happy. But I mean, we're, we'll lead into um, a couple of topics in this podcast. So we're going to touch on, oh man, we're going to touch on femininity and masculinity today. Yeah. Um. Which, I mean, I, I wish I had some, some input from some people, but it is what it is. That's it. Um, but, I mean, I just want to, you know, just gain some op- opinion from you. So, I did pull up, okay. um, you know, find the balance between feminine energy and masculine energy. And why has it changed, right? Yeah. What it, What is going on? Okay. So, I'm just going to read some things. And, and a friend, you know... Um, pointed this out to me so i thought this was a really interesting topic to talk on the on the podcast um so a natural feminine is you know has under under conditioning love um understanding nurturing tenderness kindness intuitiveness uh stillness flow radiance surrender sensitivity emotional ease and allowing which i feel like personally i have a lot of those qualities as a female um, I was talking to one of my other female friends and she's like, I don't think you're feminine. And I'm like, yeah, but you think like Betty Holmcrocker feminine. We're not talking about that. Okay. We're not <laughs> yeah, talking about that. That's... This is actually easing into your own energy yeah. and being a female and vice versa. Right. So, you know, a male, a natural masculine is confidence in our strength, responsible, focused, logical you know, has stability, has direction, has protection, clarity, boundaries, courage, discipline, uh, assertive. So that's um, a natural man being in his natural masculine. And that's a female being her natural femininity. Yeah. Now, how the fuck did we fuck things up? <laughs> well, welcome to planet Earth. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, I honestly think it's been within the past 20 years. Yeah. Um, 
since Y2K, since the year 2000, like that everything has gone digital. And with that being said, I think people have gotten a lot more quote unquote brave or keyboard warriors on the internet. Yes. And they like to, you know, talk down to people or, you know, make fun of whatever the heck that case is on on the internet. But when it yep. comes to face-to-face interactions, people don't know how to act. And no. and that's what it's come to is people are so comfortable talking and, you know, texting and all this stuff on, you know, online or on your phone, whatever, that people don't know how to interact with one another in real life yeah and with that being said i think you know masculinity has changed a lot oh my it's changed dramatically and it has a lot to do with the fact that guy it keeps going back to social media and i know that sounds so ridiculous and so like just stupid but that's the way it is is you know these girls want this you know big buff like i'm not i'm not saying all girls yeah generalizing women in a sense of being a typical thing yep and you know that's the same thing with men too because you see these women and men on you know instagram or tiktok or facebook and you know they have these for, for men it's like large but women or you know these skinny waists and big boobs and you know all this stuff and that's like guys like oh my god like that's what i need that's what i want in my life and we lower our standards when it comes to that yeah because you know some women like that they have everything on the outside but nothing on the inside and that right. goes for the same thing for men men like all these buff guys like oh i'm masculine i'm this i'm that i'm this i'm that like just because you go to the gym just because you lift weights doesn't mean that you're a masculine man no and and that's being and that's a difference between masculine and feminine energy where you see women on instagram and you know they're they're very beautiful but then you find out they're very masculine yeah and vice versa. You see yeah. those those men at the gym that lift weights and so on and so forth. They can be very feminine and they're in a feminine energy. Yeah. And it's just like what happened where we switched. And my personal experience is it's I can be feminine when I feel safe. And that is so far and in between for me. And yeah. I'm learning that. Like I yeah. am just like, holy shit, like there's someone in my life who can actually like lead. I don't have to do everything because for the past 10 bajillion years, I have leaned on myself. I've taken care of anything, you know, where my ex was constantly leaning on me to do everything. So we switched, he was more feminine and I was more masculine, but I always felt like I couldn't be safe. I couldn't lean on him. It was always, what if this, and what if that, where, you know, I I've now noticed and and somebody has pointed this out to me is that when I do feel safe, I can just take my hands off and like breathe and feel safe. And it's just like, yeah, holy shit. Like, what is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and, and, and it goes, and it goes both ways where, you know, even our dating wise or whatever, not a lot of men will ask you out. A lot of the women will approach you. 
and see and ask you out and see that this is where like this is my thing is guys i think guys now are more afraid of rejection than anything else because mm. we, that's interesting well here's my thing is we yeah. have this preconceived idea that you know these pretty women you know, this is your your opinion, right? Of course, this is my opinion. This is not. Yeah. I'm not saying this is every guy's <laughs> yeah. you know, thing. Like this is just my opinion, and yep. you know, I, I, we see these pretty women. You know that everything that we want in a woman, like that we yep. see, we can see it, we can visualize it. It's a tangible thing, like what we see in our minds, and it's always greater than what we're worth. And that's, that's not saying that's true. What I'm saying is, is that is our thing is like what we want and what we go after is what we feel better than us. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, we, they're a higher standard or they're, a, you know, they're. So pretty. that's, that's funny that you bring up that because there is values for, of for men and for women. Of course. You know, and and to break it down more, um, we've had this conversation prior, Gary, mm-hmm. um, prior to the podcast about like, do you care what a woman does for work? And I'm finding out men don't give a fuck. Um, no, and you know, but to us as women, it's like holy shit! Like I have my shit together, but yeah. that's not even what men are looking for, apparently. No, so that's see that blows my mind. Well, the the thing is, is like having, having your shit together is two different things for us. Like, yeah, obviously you're, you know, having your financials in order is, is always good to have. But the thing is, is like, you can always work on money. Yep. Of course. That's changeable. Yeah, exactly. You can always, always, always work on money, whether it be getting a better job or, you know, furthering your education to be able to get a better job whatever the case is like there's always that ability of change for financial stability however when it comes to mental stability and you know kindness and generosity and all that kind of thing which a lot of guys look at and i don't think they realize it more than they do Hmm. and you know it's one of those things for me like if you have a kind heart and you have, you know, this loving nature of yourself and you respect yourself and you respect others around you, like that's more important to me than financial stability. And that's, you know, that's something that is considered worth or transactional or yeah. whatever word you, you may put it. So it's just like, <clears throat> I feel like if women are able to be more in their feminine while the man is actually supposed to be the man and be more masculine, it would be a, a better balance, you know, but right now with social media and dating and ghosting and all this fucking shit, I mean, it is yeah. just un- unbelievable to me. You know, pe- you know, people don't say what they mean anymore and no. mean what they say. Nope. You know, words don't mean shit to anybody anymore. You know, I can say, you know, say to Gary, I will be there forever. I, I can take that back in a fucking minute. Yeah. You could you know? literally and go, it, you could ghost me today. Yeah, exactly. Like, Even though I've known you for what, 15 years. Yeah. It does not matter. 
And that's the thing is that like, you know, that's what I'm working on myself and, um, you know, trying, trying, trying to do that to be, you know, not as leading as I should say. And, and it's very difficult for me because I was in a relationship of seven years where I literally did everything. Yeah. I did everything on the man, the man's side. I did everything on the woman's side. I was a one, one woman show. Right. So I'm still learning on how to be that. But for me, it's finding someone that I feel safe with, which is, again, so far and in between because people that I've come across have lied to me, taken advantage of me you know, so on and so forth. So, I mean, what am I trying to say? I think, I think with, with that being said, um, being in a relationship and for, for me personally, everybody has their days. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has their good days. Everybody has their bad days. Absolutely. And everybody has days in between. Yep. And, you know, some sometimes like you could have a stretch of really, 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 really good days yeah. and your partner could be like really, really good days as well. And it's that one day that you're, you know, something happens or, you know, something comes up or something, you know, whatever the case might be that just puts you in a funk. And whether it be the man, whether it be the woman in a relationship, for me, at least. In my opinion, I feel like those are interchangeable. Yeah. And I don't feel as if femininity and masculinity go away. No, I mean, I don't think it goes away. I think that's just being vulnerable. And I know that there's people's, you know, um, you know, my ego gets in the way where it's just like, it's, it's extremely hard for me to be vulnerable. Yeah. So hard. You don't know what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. literally. You, you never know what I'm thinking because I'd rather just keep it to myself than to, than to say how I feel. No, I, I, Cause it's I so much understand. easier. I fully you know, understand And that. it's just, I'm, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to, to, to learn more about myself. Um, but it's a really, it's a really interesting topic, you know, the femininity and masculinity. And I did, and I yeah. did find this, this worksheet, um, on, on Google, um, it's called like voices of youth. If you want to look it up. <clears throat> so, you know, I've read that the natural feminine and the, and the natural masculine. And so it says feminine energy is receptive, passive, uh, intuitive and inward. And then masculine energy is projective, active, giving expensive and outward. But they also have, which I found insane was a wounded feminine and a wounded masculine, which means, you know, when you're not in your, your natural, basically habitat, I should say, right. When you, you know, when things have been done to you, you know, this is, this is more of your characteristics as a, as a feminine and a masculine. And I found it really like, holy shit. So, you know, me is oversensitive and over emotional, bam, bam for me. Um, no. (laughs) So those things I have to, you know, I have to work on them. Of course. You know, other other things they don't really apply to me because I am working on it. But it's yeah. powerless, weakness, manipulation, withholding, neediness. You know, so yep. do I see myself as needy? Um, 
not really because I'm, I'm constantly trying to depend on myself. <laughs> <laughs> manipulation, I don't know how to do that. Like my, my heart just won't even let me get there. Ashley is the biggest manipulator <laughs> ever. <laughs> I just, Obviously, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'd rather, like when it comes to like manipulation, I always ask people like, how do you like manipulate people? And it's just like, oh, you do this and do that. And it's like, I literally, I can't. Like I'd rather Wait. try to understand where someone's coming from and, and communicate then try to what what is the point of that at the end of the day when you try to manipulate somebody that, you're getting what you want but yeah. you you're forcing that person to do it that's that's my question is like why first off why do people have like a handbook on how to man- manipulate somebody oh my God. <laughs> like that's that is evil that is like pure evil in itself and again yeah. again not everyone is evil that's like that is the quote of the week but it's it's one of the like why why do that why do that to somebody that you know whether you care about them or not something and and they're not giving to them so they want to manipulate them to get it and that's to me is selfish so it's very selfish i'll read you the you know the wounded masculine which is dominance aggression control competitive confrontational criticism avoidance unsupportive and unstable so that I that reads to me like that person would have to you know if you're you feel that way because you've been through stuff that you need to also hear yourself as as well you know right. no no I'm not saying that all this applies to everybody every man not at all I'm just going what I'm seeing on Google right. and I was just thought it was really interesting to see that because I haven't seen a wounded feminine and a wounded masculine so that that brings some light to what I need to work on personally. Of course. You know? Of course, I completely well, I can that. be in my natural feminine and ha- show unconditional love and understanding and nurturing and stillness because I do want right. to be that. I do, you know, and I, I don't mind, you know, doing things for people or that because that's who I am. I'm leaning into myself, my natural energy. Of course. You know, and, and same with you. Right. Same so, with you. And, and you know, go, going back to it, I think. Mm. Oh, sorry, I had an itch. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, I th- I think people just need to step back when it comes to things that stress them out, or you know, you know. Distract the shit out of me! I swear to God. Can you, can you pause the podcast really quick? Yeah, go for it. And you're listening back to whiskey, wine, and nonsense. Oh, so we were talking about masculinity and femininity. Um, it's just an interesting topic to dive deep into. Um, yeah. If you like, you know, intellectual conversations. I mean, I can probably talk about this. <laughs> For hours, because it's so it's so intriguing to me. You it's do so talk about it for hours, huh? <laughs> I said you do talk about it for hours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally like our conversations all the time. It's like, can you believe this? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, you you know you you provide no, no, me get, insight. You. you know what I, I mean? Like I I'm no, constantly. I Huh? I understand. And I'm just giving you a hard time. Like, oh, but... I know you are. You're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, a, I'm just constantly... I'm a good like, asshole, though. That, wait, that sounded weird. Don't ever... 
don't, don't take that out of context. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that, Gary. Yeah, that was that came out really bad. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, like, let's let's talk about something else. <laughs> Oh man, this has been a very thrilling podcast. <laughs> oh, oh Gary. Crap. So I mean Yeah, go, go ahead. No, Gary. no, no, you go, go, go. Okay. So I mean I could like I said, I could talk about this for hours. I mean, I like to get different people's opinions and yeah. you know, I like I said, I love asking questions. I like to see where you're coming from. And I've always done that. It's you know, yeah. see different sides of the angle and you know, and you know, I've been, I've been told that, you know, you're easy to communicate with. I try, I try to do the best I can. I don't want to pass any judgments to yeah. people. It's not, you haven't done anything to me. Why am I going to pass a judgment onto you? You know, but it's just, it's, it's just very intriguing to me. Do you have any, anything you want to say, Gary, on this topic? As far as masculinity and femininity? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I mean, did you say yes, ma'am? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I can't with you. <laughs> I'm a brat. Yeah, well, that's that's who you are. You're a brat. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Right, give me give me one second. We'll come back in. Okay. We are now. So let's uh yeah and I, I... tell me if you get this. Sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Whatever. I don't either. Maybe it's not our phone. Maybe it's his. Maybe I don't know. Hold on, because I'm gonna. I know we're recording right now, and that's stupid. But I'm, I'm gonna put him. Okay. All right. So let me let me ask you something, Ash. Sure. Sure. Um, what what's your feelings on? Uh, yeah, I know this is gonna be a big topic for you. Mm-hmm. Male contraceptive. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to touch. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to dive right into that. Like, let's, <laughs> on, um, boom. So obviously, like, I'm not going to beat around the bush. There's a lot of things that are going on in this world today. Um, Roe versus Wade. Um, they're talking about getting it overturned. Um, now, I am not going to give my personal opinion um, yep. on it just to just because. Um, but I, what I will say is I will try not to give my personal opinion. <laughs> try. I will try. It is it is a very touchy subject for people. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's people that listen to this, you know, my friends, that, whoever listens to this podcast. So I don't want to offend anybody. Everybody is allotted their own views and opinions. Um, that's what makes us individuals and humans. I agree. Um, so with, with the whole Roe versus Wade thing, I understand two sides. Okay? I truly do. Um, so I myself, um, have had an abortion and it is not the easiest thing in the world to go through. Um, it was my choice to do that. I did let him know he was completely supportive of this. Um, am I, uh, you know, do I think that abortion should be pro-choice? Absolutely. I do. Um. Now there's gonna be fucking different variables that try to people like to bring up. Of course, you know of there's a gray side and and this and that. There is. Um, there's definitely a gray side. 
there's, you know, there's, okay, well, how many weeks and so on and so forth. And what my problem is right now is um, they're talking about overturning something that they don't know what they're talking about because a lot of these congressmen are men are there. So to me, it's like, you know, if I, if they tried to pass a law tomorrow that says everybody has to have a mandatory vasectomy, you know, and it was a bunch of women in office, it'd be a different story. Of course there'd be riots. (laughs) Exactly. So, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's very tough. Like, you know, as a female, I have an, you know, an OBGYN. Um, I don't, I understand that, you know, you can be the greatest doctor in the world. It still doesn't matter to me. I still feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very personal. Um, like that's It's a, very personal. That's a very you know? personal thing. And the thing, the thing to me is that like I saw on TikTok, like, okay, take out rape, take out incest. You know, why do you support abortion? But see, I support it because it is her own fucking choice yeah. what to do with her body. Now, do I think that a male should have a say? Absolutely. That's his child too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, but you too, as adults, need to make a decision of yep. what you'd like to do. And and that's why I am pro-choice. I'm pro-choice of her and I'm pro-choice of him. Yeah. And you, Absolutely. You know, here, here's the thing too is – um. Oh Jesus! I just went blank. Um, You're fine. <laughs> it's a it's it's a tough subject. Yeah, no, and, and, that we're talking about. You know, people. This is the thing. Like, people want to get rid of rape, want to get rid of all this stuff. But guess what? Like, that's life. That's it, it, that is life. You're not going to stop people from being evil. Yeah, it it doesn't matter. Like, you know, there was um. You can't get rid of it. You just no. There, it's impossible no. to do that. That's that's you know. Not going too off, too much off on a tangent, but that's yeah. the whole thing with guns right now. Like that's yeah. that's you know we'll we'll get into that later. But oh or, god, what tough maybe, subject at the time, maybe, Gary? Maybe 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 we'll yeah. get into that later because I'm uh yeah, but no, like you the, you can't get rid of variables. No, you can't. It's and, impossible. And you know you see you know you see videos on like TikTok and yeah. you know okay it's like what was she wearing? What was she wearing to be raped? It's like. You go from like shorts and a t-shirt to a five-year-old's nightgown. So you you yeah. just it's unfathomable to me. You know, yeah. it's unfathomable. And I I you know I see both sides of the spectrum, and I and I stand for pro-choice, and I'm always going to stand for pro-choice. Um, in it and in with the male form of birth control, this was you know we talked about this last summer. I wanted to yeah. have this topic on our podcast. I think it's a great, you know, uh, focal point back and forth, yep. um, of, of what people talk about. So once if they did introduce a, a male form of birth control, um, here now, I think that would be wonderful. Um, the reason I say that is because when you technically break down statistics and data, we can only get pregnant once a year, right? Nine months. Yeah. Um, it takes six weeks to recover. So that's 10 months. She's breastfeeding, you know, whatever, you only have two more months out of the year to get pregnant yeah. what, if she's ovulating. Right. I was going to say, what, what's the odds of that actually happening? Exactly. I mean, it can happen. Oh, of course. But, uh, no, so of you course had a fucking, you know, a C-section. Yeah. That's eight weeks. You yeah. know, your body literally has gone through quote unquote trauma. Yeah. Where males, they can spread their seed however they want to fucking plant it. 
listen, don't talk shit about me, okay? No, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I mean, just kidding. I'm messing with you. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, you guys, statistics-wise, data-wise, of course. of course we can. You guys can have children up until you can't, quote-unquote, produce anymore. Yeah. Our, we have a biological clock. Yeah. You know, we can only have children, what, up to 40, 45 at best, but that's a high-risk pregnancy right. at that point. Where men can have, you guys can keep just keep multiple, multiple, multiple say, there, seeds. There's like, there's statistics of people that are like 60, 70 years old that are having children. Ex- <laughs> like, exactly. Men, so, men, 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 sorry. Not women. Yeah, no, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, you know, you see, you know, you see, um, Okay, you're not really for abortion. Look at birth control. We've had this conversation last summer. I filled you in on what birth control is. Now, birth control is wonderful. There's different forms of it, right? But the thing is, I personally don't take birth control. The reason I don't take personally birth control is because it fucks with my head. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel normal. I don't like the way it makes me feel. And that's my personal choice. Now... There's wonderful benefits to birth control. There's, you know, you deal with PCOS or you have a cyst on your ovary, things of that nature. It can be wonderful. But those side effects on that huge pamphlet is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Now, and, and, and not, not to interrupt you or anything, you're but, fine. you know, my wife was put on birth control, you know, within the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was to regulate her, like just not to get too in in depth because I don't want to talk about her personal life and things like that. Like, of course without her permission, but I sat there one night while she was asleep and I read all of the like hazards and everything that came with the pack of birth control. Yep. And I kid you not, I could have unfolded that thing on the floor and it still wouldn't have been like, uh, it was huge. Huge. Oh, and it's it's insane. And it's not like it's in different languages. Like it's obviously, if you flip it over, it's in a different language. But it it's all in English. Like everything that's on there is in English. It it's and it's it's ridiculous how it's it's like it's reading the deed to your house or the contract for your house in one paper. Yeah, and it's there's so much side effects there's so many hazards there's so many this that and the others that you know it's absolutely crazy it's absolutely crazy crazy. and i think that if there was a you know a male form of birth control offered on the market to men i honestly think that people would do it you know Uh, and and i'm going to touch on this subject where you know i've talked to my sister and her husband her husband had a vasectomy and then he had it reversed the doctor, I asked my my brother-in-law, he had one question. Are you, is your family big enough? And, and I talked to him about this last night and he said yes. And I know my sister might yeah. listen to this podcast and I hope that's okay that I'm saying this, but I didn't say any <laughs> names. Well, um, yeah, you know, he, one question where the female, if she wants to get her tubes tied yeah. or a hysterectomy, a doctor will deny her. She will have to get her husband's permission. Yeah. Every, I mean, everything it it it's crazy it's crazy to me and it's just like okay well you want to you know you want to talk about abortion and how it's so wrong well you need to make these more options yeah then you need to you need to do something i agree because 
it's not all us. It's not all us women. Like it's just, you know, it's just not right. It's not fair. And it's not, you know, there's women nowadays that are like, it is really, to me, it's a war against women. It really is. Yeah. You know, I, I can definitely see that. It's like, why I should just be able to go to the doctor I'm 34 years old. I don't think I'm going to have any kids personally. I truly don't. And that's okay. I'm completely okay with that. But if I go to my doctor's office and say, hey, listen, I don't think I want to have kids. I want to get my tubes tied. They're probably going to deny me. Or I need someone's permission. Or this and that. And so on and so forth. I'm going to go through every effort, which is insane. It's insane. Because my sister said last night, you know, doctors took an oath to do no harm. And you are doing harm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, or if like a woman goes in and she has thyroid issues, mm-hmm. um, you know, oh, you need to lose a little bit of weight, drink more water. No, there's really fucking something going on with her body. Just say you don't fucking understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I can talk about this one for hours too. <laughs> but I mean, I really truly feel, I mean, and please, Gary, you know, interject as much as, much as you want, but I if there was something like this to come out, what would it look like? Yeah. You know, what, I mean, that's, what would that look like? Seriously. Uh, and you know, obviously the, the one form of male birth control that we have is condoms. Yes. And which a lot of people don't like to use. Right. Which it feels weird. It's this, it's that, it's the other. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. And, he, sorry, I, I got distracted for a second, but you're fine. It's one of those things. Like, if there was a pill, because th- there's pill, there's pills to make you harder, last longer, you know, produce oh, more yeah, sperm. Oh yeah, like, of course. Exactly. There's there's things like that for male users to yeah. use and you know perform better or whatever. But yeah. the thing with that being is, you know. There was a pill to help you, you know, not have children. And for a lot of men, like that's that's what that, that's what guys want. Like I honestly think that they would be on top of like I, do I too. honestly think it would a lot of men would like this. I do too, because a lot of men don't want to have kids. Yeah. I work and that's I work with somebody. Okay. I work with somebody that's like, yeah, if there was a little me running around, it would be ridiculous. And yeah. like, which is fine. Like that's, if that's what you want and you don't want to have kids, like power to you, like that's, that is your choice. And I think if they were like, okay, well, if you don't want kids and you don't want to get your, your balls chopped off, whatever the hell, like just take this pill once a day or, yep. or once a month or whatever it, it might be. Yep. And it will reduce your sperm to you know, 10%. Like there is a ten yep. percent chance. Like I think guys would hop on that faster. Oh than my god! Yeah, you could absolutely, ever know. absolutely. Because and you know, yeah. I feel like you know, there's there's males out there that are very supportive of us women. Yeah, I truly do wholeheartedly. You know, and you know, they're just like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Why does this keep happening? And right. I wish something like this was. It wasn't a hypothetical. There may be. In a couple years, something like this, like they, you know, they talked about plan B. Now, plan, some, some people are very well informed. Yeah. If that's even how you fucking say it, in informed. 
um, about plan B. They thought it's an abortion pill. It's not. It's just from, it's just to stop the sperm in the egg meeting, basically. Yeah. You know, it stops me from uh, ovulating. Yeah. But some people have it in their mind that it's an abortion pill. It's really not. And, you know, and that was, I remember six, seven years ago was behind the counter in the pharmacy. And now you can get it from any local drugstore. Yeah. And you don't have to, you know, get get a pharmacist because there's there's girls out there, 16, 17 years old. I don't want to fucking talk to people. No, no, not at all. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, having... I had this conversation um, with a friend recently about abortion, and um, it's not an easy topic for anybody to talk about. No, it's, it's really not. not. It's a very hot topic. And, um, you know, I told her my story because, like I said, it is not easy. You are alone. Yeah. You don't have anybody there with you. You are in a room with a couple of women with a TV, yeah. and you are in a nightgown. You don't have your significant other, whoever brought you there. Yeah, nope. You know, is in a waiting room and yep. um, there's people outside picketing. And, you know, w- you know, the when I, when I did have my abortion, I had an ultrasound with it. And they're like, oh, you know, you can see the baby and, and so on and so forth to try to get you to change your mind. It is very, very taxing. Yeah. You know, to go through that as a female, your, you know, your hormones are there. You know, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? You know, yeah. you know you're just it's insane. You don't have anybody. It's wild. It's, it's, it wi- is wild. it's a wild and, experience. And, 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 you know, it's, it's tough. And a lot of people like, you know, abortion shouldn't be provided for so on and so forth. And luckily in the East coast, um, to me, luckily, uh, we have federal laws that, you know, it's not going to affect really us up here, but you know, I do know people in Oklahoma and all these other states, Texas and stuff like that, yeah. that, you know, it's going to go back to, you know, fucking wire co-hangers. So it's like, I'd rather have a female have accessible care where she's not going to get a fucking infection or die trying to get an abortion. Yeah. You know, I, I absolutely agree. And I, th- I think a lot of people don't, realize too that abortions aren't just like you go in there and it's like snip snip like suck it out done type deal like no it's it's like three hours of your day it yeah and you're no you're hurting and yeah and that's the thing too it's not just that day like you go on for Mm -hmm. days and it's Mm -hmm. it's consistently on your mind Mm -hmm. and it's 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 hard like i yeah. I won't ever forget having mine because it was just, but it was my decision. Yeah. You know, it was my choice. And of course, you know, I told him about it and he was very supportive of my choice and I was not ready to have kids. Yeah. And I'm still grateful for that choice. Of course. And, you know, I'm going to touch ba- base. Um, I'll, I'll go back a little bit, you know, to, to the female that I had a conversation with. Um, she, you know, she's, she's in the middle, I believe. Um, I'm not trying to convey her views. Um, but she was telling me, you know, I forgot people have stories behind their abortions. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying there's women out there that abuse it. I get it. I'm not for that um, at all. Like, it's just, that's just ridiculous. Right. Um, but there are times where, you know, an 18-year-old woman who doesn't have a family yeah. gets pregnant. And what is she supposed to do? Yes, she can give an, you know, have an, you know, adoption and stuff like that. But 
it's hard. That choice is another another choice you have to make. Yeah. Do you want an open adoption? Do you want a closed adoption? Are the parents going to be a right fit? You know, so on and so forth. I mean, there's there's so many things about it, and yeah. I feel like if there was you know a male form of birth control that was introduced, I honestly think it would crack down on shit like this. I do too, and and I think a, 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 another thing people don't realize is you know, um, abortions aren't free. No, like they're expensive. They're they're extremely expensive. <clears throat> like some some can get up to like five hundred bucks. <laughs> like, yep. Put it yeah. put it that way, and it all depends on the area you live in too. It depends. It, does. it depends it, on it how far along you are. It depends on a lot yeah. of stuff. It does. And you know, like g- going to it, it's it's not it's not an easy decision. No, it's not. And I know that there's one, you know, company, um, not company, one place that has a very bad rep um, for abortions, and we all know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but they do other things besides abortions. Yeah. You know, there's STD testings, you know, yeah. pregnancy tests, um, you know, um, breast, breast, you know, breast exams, things like that. So birth control, you know, condoms, I mean, and it's, it's not quote unquote, I don't think it's quote unquote government funded. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't, I I don't know. Look at the statistics in a while, but. You know, they do other things besides that. So, right. you know, this, th- there's, you know, there's always going to be, this topic is always going to be hot. It's always going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, I remember I literally, I think it was seven years ago, I had it out with my ex. We were driving in the car and there was a pro-life march and we literally had a huge argument about it um, because he was so against it. And he you know, he, he didn't really understand where it's coming from. And, and, and him, he doesn't listen. Like, that's the problem, too, is that, like, he doesn't care what I'm saying. He just cares about his own views. And that's, you yeah. know, having these conversations, these very difficult, quote-unquote, political or what-have-you conversations, is that you need to listen where that person is trying to come from and try to understand where they're coming from, where I was just getting shut down left and right. He didn't want to hear what I had to say Yeah. All. And it, and it made me upset. I mean, among all the other fucking issues we had in our fucking relationship. <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a different story for a different day. Different story for a different day. But, you know, just, you know, I mean, um, just to, you know, skip him on the topic and try to close this this topic. Because it is, it is hard to talk about for me. Um, but, I mean, I, it's always going to be a hot conversation. Oh, of course. I, I, there's no way of going about it. If they overturn it, there's, it's not going to look good. It's really not going to look good. Cause I honestly feel that there is going to be an uproar in the female population. Whoa. So and, 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 you no, know, it's like, okay, you know, fuck it. Like then we won't fuck then. And we'll just fuck yeah. to procreate. Yeah. You know, you're, you're saying basically our body isn't our body. So guess what? We're going to take control of our body. And I, and I, th- and, and I think that's kind of how women are starting to get. Yeah. And, you know, whether it be for this reason exactly or whether it be something completely different. Like, yeah. I feel like that's how it's starting to get, which is fine. Like, that's if, if that's the way it's going to be, that's the way it's going to be. Correct. Which, 
again is completely fine that is your choice that is your you know it's your like again your body your your choice and i'm all for it like if if you want to you know just have sex to have sex and like have fun whatever you feel like that's your choice but if you if you only want to do that to reproduce that's fine too like there's there's no right or wrong answer in this and that no, and that's that's what you know the male population will be pissed the fuck off. Oh, of course. You know if 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 every woman right yep. just hypothetical because this will never happen. Right. You know took a solitude to say that you know what we're not going to sleep around anymore. We'll just fuck to procreate. Yeah. It's gonna be bad. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be it's, very. Shit's very gonna bad. hit the fan, but at the shit's same, gonna hit the fan. At the same point too. You know, if it needs to get to that, it needs to get to that. I mean, I personally will not do it. <laughs> but I mean, like, I obviously I stand for my women. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I'm very, you know, girl code type of shit. But, um, you know, I, I don't have a significant other, you know, to to say, okay, I'm not going to get laid. But like. You know, I just, I like sex too. And, you know, to me, it's very intimate and personal. And so it would be a very tough decision for me to make. But if it's like a one day thing type of thing, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, like whatever. It's not like I'm fucking, fucking a guy every single <laughs> fucking night. <laughs> Jesus. I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So like, yeah, it's like, okay, you know fucking june 19th every woman is not gonna have sex well, like okay whatever it's that a day's, fucking night. that day's already taken you can't take june 19th that's, why what's june 19th that's juneteenth juneteenth is that a day is that really a that, day that is legitimately a day like i had that monday off because of juneteenth but what is the day for <laughs> <laughs> hold on I'll, I'll give you the exact Oh, fuck. I pulled a date out of my ass, too. Yeah, and you had to pull that one out. Uh, So Juneteenth is a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the emancipation of uh, enslaved African-Americans. It is is also often observed as celebrating African-American culture. Oh, yeah, I did not know that at all and i'm sorry if some listens and they're offended but i literally pulled that out of the sky yeah no like i i I was i knew what juneteenth was i just didn't know like the actual definition of it so that's why Mm -hmm. i pulled it up yeah but yeah that's oh my god it was it was brought into like national day of commemorative like a few years ago i i yeah i know i (laughs) No clue. So way to pull the one day out, Ash. I know, right? That's like that's make me going. Oh well, you know, it's uh, 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 December twenty fifth. Like just. Right. (laughs) I'm an idiot sometimes. Yeah, well, we're all idiots. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh well, Gary, thank you so much for for this podcast today. It's been enlightening yeah um, we, we've we've touched yeah. on a lot of things just we have touched <laughs> a little bit <laughs> just a little bit uh audience we will have a new podcast out soon thank you so much Let's so so much going. for for listening to whiskey wine and nonsense and we will catch you on the flip side bye bye